Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today we've got a great story of compliance of sticking it to a company that fired you and then still wanted your help. But first, a story from Lumberlady72415, Store Policy. This was years ago, I'm talking 2004-2005. I'm not complaining here, simply pointing out an event I personally found funny. We had a new manager take over our grocery store that I worked at. He wanted us to follow the policy book to the letter, and I mean to the letter. A tad bit unrealistic, but he was super polite about it, and said he was just trying to protect everyone's jobs. I thought this was nice of him, but at the same time, several of us tried to point out that some of the policies needed revision. One of the things in the policy book was we were to card everyone who wanted cigarettes or alcohol. It didn't matter if it was extremely obvious that they are of age. It said in the policy book to card everyone, including any people with the person paying. If there were little kids, then this was of course an exception, they can't possibly have ID. So all the employees started complying with this policy. There were grumbles by customers, but we were just doing our job. The customers seemed to understand, but would let the manager know how ridiculous they felt the policy was when it was extremely obvious as to who was old enough to purchase tobacco and alcohol without needing to card. But policy was policy after all. Well, one day I was working and I had a woman come into my line with a couple bottles of wine. And who was with her? The store manager off the clock. It was him and his wife. Now, let's remember, store policy is to card everyone, no exceptions aside from little kids. So what do I do? I ask for both of them to provide ID. My boss looks at me and says, Isn't it obvious we're of age? I'm your boss as well, certainly you don't need a card us. I smiled and kindly reminded him what the store policy was, and pointed out that it was in the policy book that cashiers are required to card everyone, no matter if they're obviously of age. I also reminded him how he told all the employees this was to be strictly enforced to protect our jobs. He just stared at me blankly. It's like he can't believe I'm following exactly what he said to do. His wife had already handed me her ID and looks at him and says, Well, where's your ID? If it's store policy, then it's store policy. It wasn't long after that that he contacted corporate to ask that the policy be revised. A few weeks later, we're handed a new policy book and the new policy on cigarette and alcohol sales was the card if the purchaser looked under 40 years of age. Again, I'm not complaining here, I just thought the situation was funny. Does anybody else think even the revised policy seems a little iffy? I just feel like the average 40 year old looks more than clearly old enough to purchase that kind of stuff. I guess it's just about covering their butts, but I still feel like that's a really high threshold. Like if you see somebody and they clearly look like 35, 30, well, you better break that ID out. What do you guys think? Is the sentence, if the purchaser looked under 40 years of age, still too high of an age in your mind to really make any kind of difference? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Lil Sour M. You need it now? Okay, man. 
This happened about a week ago. I'm usually a bartender, but I was serving tables at my job. While it's not my favorite thing to do, I try to give it my best attitude and it's not too bad. I was standing at our soda station filling up an empty pitcher with water and ice. Just as I had dumped the ice and begun filling the water, a newer server came up to me. New to us, not new to the industry. He says, hey, I need that pitcher. I have the section that's furthest away from the soda station, so I really don't want to wait for him and get behind. So I told him that I also need the pitcher. His response? Well, I need it first. Me, at this point holding back a smile at how childishly amusing this is going to become, says, Oh, well, I had it first. He replies, I got it out first earlier, and I need it now. At this point, the pitcher is finally full of water. I pause for a second before grabbing the handle of the pitcher and telling him, Okay, you can have it. I proceeded to dump the entire contents of the pitcher and handed it to him, smiling brightly. The look on his face and the half words he sputtered out were hysterical. I dashed into the kitchen to grab a pitcher and filled it up in there before I came back out to pick up two glasses of water I had filled before the pitcher and left out there. The server was still there and he says, Hey, you forgot your water. When I go to grab one of the glasses, he puts his hand out at just the right time so I tip the glass and most of the water and ice spills out. He didn't do this meanly and started preparing me a fresh glass of water to make up for it. I didn't take it. I smiled and looked him in the eyes as I topped off my glass with his pitcher, grabbed my full pitcher, glasses, and a tray, and whisked away laughing. Him and I are totally fine. We do joke around a bit. Though, I'm not sure why he thought basically ordering me to give it to him was going to end up in his favor. I'd just gotten pissed off at a table for telling me I needed to learn something to get better tips as a bartender. I needed to learn how to tie a cherry stem in a knot. Ew. So, I could have been pissed enough to just take the darn picture initially. This was my first malicious compliance. Yay! I think honestly the most annoying thing in this situation is it seems like it wasn't that crazy for OP to just go and get themselves another pitcher. So why was this guy who was complaining so much, being a child, not able to just go grab another pitcher and deal with it? I mean it worked out and it was playful, but it definitely was childish on their part. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from GearGuy123. I know your limitations better than you. For context, I was in the military at the time, and the story comes from my time sailing. I was freshly enlisted and posted to my first ship for my first sail. I was ecstatic. It was exciting for me to finally get a chance to see the world. Unfortunately, due to COVID restrictions at the time, we weren't able to go out on the town on the ports we came into. This was before the vaccine. While sailing, I took two nasty blows to the head. The second one threw me to the ground and caused me to black out briefly, and I woke up seeing double. I went to the dock on the ship, where I found out that I had a concussion. The dock wrote me medical restrictions. Can't lift, can't work out, no going on unstable platforms. That included the upper decks because you can fall off the ship, etc. Now, for clarification, if you have a medical limitation, You can refuse to do certain work, as going against it is a chargeable offense because you are under orders by the doc. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. My boss, let's call him Jim, did not like this. He's the type of guy that thinks, I'm the boss and you have to listen to me and everything I say. He was not well liked. One day, he told me to go to the upper decks to help with the layout. I told him, no, my medical says, and he goes ballistic. He says, just do what I say and don't give me any back talk. I say, okay, and I go up. It took me longer to get up there. Shocker, I'm concussed. When I get there, my buddy looks at me and panics. He knows that I shouldn't be there, and he's worried that I'm concussed and just wandering around. He quickly tells me that I shouldn't be there, and I just say, Jim said to. He said that I should have said no, and I go, I tried. He grunts and walks me back inside. Later, I get called to his office and he berates me, telling me how I'm useless, the worst sailor in the fleet, and how dare you say no to a gosh darn chief. He then asked me, why can't you go to the upper decks? And again, I tried to tell him my medical said I couldn't. But as usual, he cuts me off and goes, that's not written in. I know your limitations better than you. He then dismissed me and sits there all smug. I had enough of his BS and I walked back to the dock and asked him to write word for word every upper deck I couldn't go to. He said, doesn't unstable platforms count as that? I replied that he needed it written, to which the dock said, 
Do I need to write someone needs to hold your hand in the bathroom too? I like him. To which I laughed and said, no, that should be fine. When he handed me it, I photocopied it and put it on Jim's desk when he was on his break and didn't say a word. I didn't see him much after and he refused to talk to me for a week and passed orders to us on sticky notes for the rest of the sale. I'm guessing that he realized he opened himself up to some serious liability, and honestly I'm just glad that they were a little bit more cautious going forward after it finally registered with them what OP was trying to say. I mean, let's be real, the one that was acting concussed here was the one trying to give orders and not listen to their people. Our next story is from Saucer. We want you to document everything. We, my coworker Joe and I, were in our senior year of college so 20 or 21 years old, when a new director of our IT department decided to audit our tickets. When he did, he found an alarming lack of documentation. To his credit, the vast majority of our tickets were closed with antivirus was uninstalled, reinstalled it, or drivers were out of date, updated them, descriptions matching the effort earned when you paid student workers $5.15 an hour. Really, that was the precedent that had been set when I started there my freshman year. An email went out demanding more documentation before we closed any incidents. It was a fair request, to be honest. So, we began to add more information. Instead of, speakers weren't plugged in, we would put, went to professor so-and-so's office to troubleshoot the malfunctioning speakers, and noticed the speaker power light wasn't on. While the power adapter was actually plugged into the wall, the other end of the power cord was not plugged into the speakers. Plugged it in. A few days later, a second email went out. We appreciate the additional information, but we really need everything documented, including times you worked on, the buildings you went to, etc. Everything? Okay. Joe and I began documenting all of our tickets as if we were in a fantasy epic. For example, an owl was dispatched on the morn of the 18th day in September to our barracks. It was cold this day. A chill had settled across the land. Two magic 17-inch Dell Optiplex viewer portals in the land of Violet Hall had died, and no amount of magic or medicine could restore them to life. At 9.24 on that morn, Sir Joseph Smithington and I, Lord Saucer of Reddit, began our trek across the barren wasteland with a carriage containing two new magic portals. It was a perilous journey. The sage wizard Professor Beck granted us access to the violet, and the two portals were replaced. Sir Joseph and I have brought the stricken portals back to the safety of the hardware department, and will begin rescue efforts at once. We believe the hard drives may be bad, and will begin the RMA process back to their divine creator if necessary. We had a lot of fun for roughly a week ago until during a presentation with other bigwigs, the director pulled up one of our epics randomly. While other members of the meeting found it hilarious, I'm told the director felt humiliated. We were chastised quite a bit by the director, and our immediate boss, who is absolutely incredible, begged us to cool it so we didn't have to hear the director complain about it anymore. I mean, let's be real, although all of them are saying cool it, tone it down, that's not necessary, I think having these kinds of tickets and notes add a certain spice to the work. Or like, God forbid, if you've got to review these things, at least you're having a little bit of fun doing it. Still not worth it though for 5.15 an hour. And our final story of the day is from Equeller Fiction, fired in two weeks. 
I worked for five years as a federal contractor and eventually rose through the ranks, through blood, sweat, and tears, to a low-level supervisor. I managed a team of 13 working two federal contracts. Both contracts were new, and I was supposed to make them successful so the contracts would be renewed. This started right before COVID. Even before poop hit the fan, my second contract was going badly. The agency flooded us with work, and my boss repeatedly refused to ask them to slow it down. That was literally his only job. As a result, late work began piling up and costing the company lots of money. We did our best to keep up, which in reality meant a ton of unpaid overtime for me. Then COVID hit and things only got worse. My staff asked almost daily if there would be layoffs, and my boss's response to them was, we don't know. To me, the answer was that my job was secure, but the others weren't. If the contract failed, he said, I'd have a place on another team. Obviously, the contract failed. My boss personally fired me and, unbeknownst to me, most of my team. I learned who was staying and who was going by talking with each of them personally. No one knew what was going to happen to them until it happened, and they were all shocked that I'd been fired as well. This was August 2020. Panic ensued. After firing me, my boss, who until that day I'd considered a very good friend, had the stones to call and ask me if I'd help him end the contract on a high note. I got fired two weeks before my official last day, because that company's run by sadists. I told him I'd do my job. As a proud Slytherin, I immediately began doing everything I could, within the rules of course, to send my fired staff home in the best shape possible. We all knew our unused PTO would cash out, but sick time wouldn't. Everyone was sick those last two weeks, and my boss ended up doing most of the work himself. I also sent a ton of people to work from home with COVID-like symptoms so they could use their time to interview for jobs, etc. I was immediately hired by another federal contractor, and I brought my best former employee along with me. Since then, she and I poached about a dozen employees away from our former employer, who eventually threatened to sue her if she headhunted anyone else. I'm proud to say that our revenge-fueled efforts have taken so many of their good employees that the company is now openly failing and will soon go out of business. I mean, I think this is just kind of how the business world works. If you're not good at what you do, you're probably going to fail, and the other people that are not failing are either going to crush you into the dirt or buy you out. One thing I know is OP seems like a great person to work for. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 